Today, we mourn the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, talk about nuclear developments in Ukraine, new Apple products, and other top news for Friday, September 9th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. The greatest weakness in the church today is that the servants of God keep looking over their shoulder for the approval of men. R.C. Sproul. Queen Elizabeth II died yesterday at age 96. News the queen was seriously ill began circulating yesterday morning as all four of her children rushed to Balmoral Castle in Scotland where she was staying. Buckingham Palace announced she had died peacefully later in the day. Elizabeth assumed the throne in 1952 and reigned for 70 years, longer than any other British monarch. Through the post-World War II era, Britain's transition from empire to commonwealth, the Cold War, the UK's entrance and exit from the European Union, and 15 British prime ministers, from Churchill to Truss. She modernized the monarchy, working to establish it as a stable, apolitical force despite decades of social change and family scandals. Here are some extraordinary facts about the Queen. She met with 13 U.S. presidents from Truman to Biden more than any other person. She was the world's largest landowner by far at 6.6 billion acres. She didn't need a driver's license since they were issued in her name, and she had over 200 official portraits. The United Kingdom has now entered a carefully orchestrated 10 days of mourning, with multiple ceremonies and opportunities for her family, the public, and foreign heads of state to pay their respects. Her eldest son, 73-year-old King Charles III, automatically became monarch when she passed. A formal coronation is likely still months away. This is huge news today, but small news in light of eternity. We are praying for Her Majesty's family in this time of mourning, longing for a day without death, and grateful for the unshakable foundation provided by Christ. Revelation 21 verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will become no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more, because the previous things have passed away. Tensions between Ukraine and Russia may be on the verge of going nuclear. The last power line supplying energy to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine was damaged during shelling. Ukraine claims it was Russia, and Russia claims it was Ukraine. Either way, President Zelensky warned that the plant, Europe's largest, is, quote, one step away from a radiation disaster, and Ukraine urged residents of Russian-occupied areas around the plant to evacuate. Several UN experts remain on site to monitor the situation. Meanwhile, a munitions-strapped Russia is going shopping. Recent purchases reportedly include millions of rockets and artillery shells from North Korea and hundreds of combat drones from Iran. In exchange, North Korea will likely expect food and fuel, and Iran may be looking for Russian Su-35 fighter jets. Doubts remain over how effective the Cold War-era weaponry may be. There may be good reasons to be worried, scared, or feel hopeless about this day, month, or year. God does not promise good days. He promises a great eternity. Stay focused on eternity. It changes everything. Psalm 121 verse 1 through 2 says, I lift my eyes towards the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Why is God love? How are we saved? How can we live the Christian life? The answer to all these questions is both simple and incomprehensible, the Trinity. In his book, Delighting in the Trinity, Michael Reeves provides an introduction to both Christianity and the Christian life that is from start to finish rooted in our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The book is witty, readable, and has already over 100,000 sales under its belt, a strong testament of the helpful insights it holds. Whether you're a weathered Christian, new believer, or a skeptic, go get yourself a copy of this excellent book. Check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. 
The 19-year-old man who live-streamed himself driving around Memphis shooting people Wednesday was arrested without incident, ending an hours-long manhunt that stopped city buses and had residents sheltering in place. Four people were killed and three more were injured. It's apple picking season. In their first in-person event at the Steve Jobs Theater since 2019, Apple unveiled updated versions of their best-selling products, the Apple Watch Series 8, including the new high-end Apple Watch Ultra, the iPhone 14, better, faster, and surprisingly the same price, and AirPod Pro's second generation, now with volume control. A leak of 38,000 alleged members of the Oath Keepers, a far-right anti-government militia group, included 370 current law enforcement and elected officials. Those contacted have said they've cut ties and were never involved. California is still roasting. A stressed-out power grid narrowly avoided blackouts thanks in part to a cell phone alert, asking Californians to turn off or reduce non-essential power if health allows. Relatedly, state lawmakers voted to extend the state's last operating nuclear power plant to 2030, citing expected energy shortages. Francis Tiafo is acing the U.S. Open. On Monday, the 24-year-old upset 22-time Grand Slam champ Rafael Nadal. And on Wednesday, he beat Andre Rublev to become the first American male tennis player to reach the semifinals in the U.S. Open since Andy Roddick in 2006. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.